You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. Hey, this is Malia, your host as usual, and I am here today with my co-host, Pastor Matt, and um, we are doing things a little differently today with all of the social distancing that's in place. Um, We're trying this podcast via a Zoom meeting, so hopefully the audio (laughs) works okay for that, but I guess we'll find out. I think it will work great for that. And it's, um, we're just being compliant. We're, yeah. we're doing what we're told. We did staff meeting like this yesterday and uh, I've got an adult discipleship kind of conversation that we'll do later this way. And so this is the new thing. Yeah, I so. know. I feel like I'm spending a lot of time on zoom. <laughs> well, I, you know what? I, uh, I didn't even know Zoom was really a thing until that long ago, and now, yeah. It, I bet they are making bank right now. I would imagine they are. I mean, I think every company uh, that has a you know a handful of employees at least is probably yeah. using this to do all their business. So, yeah, I don't know why not. Yeah, I know it's Carrie's using this to meet with clients and things. So. Oh sure. So sure. yeah. Yeah. So um. We are going to be talking today about our upcoming sermon series. Yeah, so this Sunday, we're going to start a a series called The End, uh, and we're going to be talking about uh, the book of Revelation. Um, Just uh, if Vince were here, he would want to make sure that we clarify uh, that it's Revelation, not Revelations. Uh, That used to drive him nuts when I would accidentally put an S on the end. So, uh, Vince, if you're listening, um, I know it's just revelation, uh, but we're going to do a sermon series on that. It's going to be about eight weeks long. Um, and in eight weeks, there is zero way for us to cover every aspect of, um, John's letter, um, in revelation. And so what we're going to do is we're going to do kind of a flyover. Um, so we're not, the goal is not to exegetically tear through, um, to tear through every single thing, um, in that, in that letter, but, but we're going to fly over it and kind of a thousand foot view. And we're going to walk through some of the things that, that we can clearly understand and expect as we get to the end. Yeah. When I was, um, putting the graphic together for this series. I definitely thought about that with when I was writing like or typing a series on the book of Revelation. I was like, oh, I could an S to it for Matt. Yeah, don't <laughs> do that. Didn't, didn't make it. Don't do that. It, it'll make Vince <laughs> mad. Uh, and maybe John too, because he wrote it. So never know. <laughs> and wh- where did you pick that up from? What's that? The S, the S? Revelation. I just in my mind, there's more than one revelation. There's multiple revelations that we sure. um, can. So it just it's always in my mind been that way. And of course, I know better. Um, I suppose it's like <laughs> calling Illinois Illinois. Um, yeah. It's just wrong, so I shouldn't do it. <laughs> nice. 
Okay, so we're gonna be getting into a little bit today, um, maybe why we are, because we were originally supposed to be doing um, a sermon series on marriage, but yep. we kind of pushed that back. It's coming after this series on Revelation, um, but do you wanna talk about why we chose to do this right now? Yeah, absolutely. I think, so. so here's the deal. I absolutely am excited about our marriage series. I wanna do it. Um, I think it's going to be great. And and frankly, I think it's needed right now. Um, prior to us entering into this time of quarantine, um, we were hearing from a lot of folks that, hey, if we had more information on marriage, what does God say about marriage? How do we strengthen our marriages? Uh, we were hearing that question a lot. And so it was a sermon series that we were really excited to do. And frankly, it's been a couple years since we've done something on marriage and and that's long enough. The church needs to speak into marriages um, and, and God's design for marriages a lot. Uh, so I am still really excited about that series, uh, especially as husbands and wives are um, kind of locked up together in quarantine right now. I think right now we could specifically, specially use that. True story. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, except for Carrie and I, we're perfect. There's no problems yeah, there. Of um, course. But, uh, <laughs> The reason that we pushed it back is because one of the things that we have been getting a lot of questions about, one of the things that we've been hearing, we're seeing articles, uh, people are posting things on Facebook. Um, one of those things is, is that we tend to have a lot of people kind of assuming that because this is going on worldwide, that this must be how the, the end starts. Um, and so there's there's this question of, oh, okay, well, we know the end is coming. Um, this must be it that causes the end. This is the way that it all happens. Um, and so they want to know where is a worldwide pandemic in the book of Revelation and how does this play into like what's we're going getting on? Off really easy. What's that? I feel like we're getting off really easy. I feel like we're getting off really easy if that's the case. If, if that, yeah, if that's the case and all this is is, is a worldwide pandemic and then <laughs> Jesus comes back, hey, not so bad. Uh, so, so we just we just thought it would be important to take a minute and, and say, look, there are some things that we know, and there are some things that we won't know about what the end will be like. So, we're not doing a series on Revelation in any way to communicate that we believe this is it. Like, oh, this is the end, and we want everybody to know about it. Uh, that's not true at all. Um, Jesus says pretty clearly in Scripture that nobody knows when the end is going to be, not the angels in heaven. He says, not even I know when the end is going to be. The only person that knows the end and the timing of the end is our Father in heaven. So, so God is the only one that knows the times and the dates that he has set. But there are some things in Scripture, some signs that, that Jesus gives us, some, some things that the Holy Spirit communicates that can help us know the signs right? Not that we can know the date and we can know the exact timing, but there are things that we can know, and that's going to help us understand how to navigate what's happening in the world today and how to put it on this prophetic timeline. Um, so there's no way we can know, oh, hey, the world is going to end tomorrow. Jesus is coming back. Uh, but there are things scripture tells us that we can be on the lookout for. Uh, mm -hmm. He gives us the analogy Jesus does in, in Matthew 25 um, about farmers 
right? Like reading the signs of the, of the time, the sky and the weather patterns and those things. And by reading those, he says they can be prepared and be ready. And for us, it's kind of that same thing, right? We, we're going to read scripture. We're going to take that, that thousand foot view. We're going to dig down into what it says. And in that, we're going to know what are the things that we can be mindful of and watchful of. And how can we as Christians be encouraged in two ways? One, we want to be encouraged in, the, in that no matter what happens, we have confidence in how it ends. And two, we want to be encouraged in the fact that while we are here, God has work for us to do in the field of evangelism. Every single Christian ought to be an evangelist because an end is coming. And maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it's a thousand years from now. Who knows? Um, but, but ultimately, the end is coming for everybody. If it happens while we're all together and, and Christ returns, that's great. Uh, if it doesn't, well, our lives are all going to end at some point. And we need to be encouraged about the ending, and we need to be um, motivated to be sharing the gospel. Mm -hmm. And I think it's good to um, be educated, too, a little bit, so that when you have friends or family um, that are asking questions, you know, we have some solid answers for them. Sure. Um, so do you, do you want to walk us through a little bit um, kind of a timeline or, or maybe hit the high points of what we're going to be focusing on? Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, so starting in week one, which is coming up this Sunday, mm -hmm. uh, we actually are going to start our, our walk through the book of Revelation without even going into Revelation. Um, oh, I so, love that. <laughs> right? How confusing is that? I actually am going to start this week talking about knowing the signs, uh, and okay. we're going to be we're going to be digging deep into some text that that Jesus um, shares. It's it's called the Olivet Discourse, happens mm. on the Mount of Olives um, in Matthew twenty four and twenty five, and his disciples come to him. Jesus Jesus actually starts the discourse by saying, "Hey, you see all these buildings of the temple, all this." this fancy, you know, bricks and, and, and monuments and these things that are here, which is critically important to the Jewish faith. You see all of these. He says, there's going to come a time when these are going to be wiped out and they won't exist anymore. And, and that's, just, that's just the way it's going to be. And, and then later, when they're on the Mount of Olives, the disciples come privately and they say, hey, tell us about this. What are the signs that that's going to happen? What's the timing? Basically, they're asking, how can we know when it's time. And Jesus enters into this discourse where he starts to share what the signs are. And, and really, we can look at it, um, he, he kind of breaks down the timeline for us in, in three different things. He shares about this thing called the tribulation, and he, he shares about it in three, three chunks. There is something that happens at the beginning of the tribulation, then there's this mid-tribulation point that kind of makes a shift and then there's uh, the end, which we would know that last part of the tribulation, we would call that the great tribulation. So we're going to start just by looking at what Jesus says about the signs. We're going to talk about some big ideas that maybe have some differences of opinion in um, Christianity, uh, like the rapture. Um, we're going we're gonna to have some conversation about things like um, the Antichrist, 
um, and, and who that will be and where he will come from. And we're going to talk about some of the things that are happening in our world today that might make this closer. Things that we might see, we don't know for sure, but things we might see that say, you know what, that's a sign that might tell us that we're closer than we have been. Right? We don't know how close we are, but we know we're closer than we have been because we see some of these things happening. Uh, and then Pastor David is going to spend a couple of weeks digging into the letters um, that, uh, that, that Jesus has for the seven churches um, in, in, in the beginning of the book. And so he's going to walk through those over a couple of different weeks to kind of tell us what those key themes are. Um, we will talk about the glory of heaven and, and this big scene with the seven, uh, with, with the, the scroll that's sealed seven times and what that's all about. And, and then um, I'm going to spend two weeks, so this is where it gets wonky, dealing with chapter six all the way through chapter 20. Um, wow. So I've got two weeks, and so this is where I say we're not going to dig deep in there, but we're right. going to kind of do a flyby to understand what what are we talking about when we talk about seals and trumpets and horsemen and riders and all of these things? And, and what are those about and what are they communicating to us? And what's this idea of the millennial and what is this dragon? And um, what, what we read about is the whore Babylon. You know, I mean, we, we see these things in scripture, but we don't really know what they mean. Can I say that on a podcast? That's a fun one. Well, I mean, I don't I know did. how else you would describe her. Right. Well, it's in the Bible. So I guess I'm just yeah. reading that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, but so... <laughs> We're going we're gonna to spend a couple of weeks kind of just doing a flyby for that. Uh, and maybe there'll be a chance for us in a podcast to dig deeper um, sure. into some of those things. But, but we just want to share this overview. And then we'll come back so, with, oh, good. Just quick question. So are you and David, because I'm not sure, but I'm guessing that you guys maybe don't have the same exact um, view on like pre-trib and that kind of stuff and rapture yeah. and... So are we going to get like a hot take from each of you on what you guys think? <laughs> no, he's actually right about this one. Um, oh. No, see, that was harsh because he agrees with me. I said he was right. Hey, he was, he's not here today and that's, right. that's on him. So that, That's his problem. No, really he and I actually would, we actually went over that and had that discussion leading in because, um, you know, one of the things that we'll talk about in the first week of this is that good Christians won't always agree. Right. On these end times things. The fancy word here is eschatology. Mm -hmm. It's end times theology. And there are good Christians that will disagree. And so we're going to point that out as we go. But, but we feel like we have a good understanding of what God's saying in scripture. And so we'll teach it from our perspective. Uh, sure. But with the understanding that we're not mad at Christians that disagree as long as they know Jesus comes back and he wins and he establishes his kingdom judges and all of that good stuff the timing of all those things is is something that we can all debate and still be good christians but no david and i are actually on the same page with this one um and uh, i think that was heavily influenced you know i'm, I'm a baptist by nature um uh, you know i grew up in a baptist I think church I am too yeah and i just didn't know it you know what <laughs> most of, of mo <laughs> yeah we'll just leave it at that um and, <laughs> But, you know, I went to a Baptist church, a Baptist seminary, and, and uh, uh, you know, most evangelical churches kind of line up in that mode of, you know, evangelical free, uh, Baptist, you know, kind of all that very yeah. similar theology. But um, David is not a Baptist by, you know, heritage, 
but he did spend a lot of time in the Baptist church um, oh, okay. here in Vinton as he grew up. And while he was in the Baptist church, he did a, a, uh, a study um, called Escape the Coming Night um, by Dr. David Jeremiah, uh, which, which is a, a very um, good, long, like a 53-week study um, on the book of Revelation that kind of really digs into some of this um, eschatology that lines up with the Baptist tradition. So he's not Baptist, but man, his eschatology is. So we're on the same page. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but then, then after we kind of do the flyover, then we'll, we'll dig into uh, in Revelation 21, where, you know, we talk about this wedding supper of the lamb and, and what that will be like, um, and, and us, the church as the bridegroom. Um, and then we'll talk about the, you know, the call to, to just be looking and yearning and longing for Lord Jesus to come quickly. And that'll be how we kind of uh, finish up the series. So just eight weeks, um, just like I said, to fly over and, and really help us understand a little bit about what we can know for sure. Um, and, and maybe to help us understand how we should be ready and what we should be doing while we're ready. Sure. Okay, so will you guys have some sort of uh, reading plan or anything for us for these next eight weeks? You know, I, I haven't, we, we haven't really talked about that. I, I know a couple of people have asked me after Hebrews, like, hey, what should we be studying next? And um, so the common answer is like, well, hey, we're going to be in, in Revelation. So jump in Revelation if, if you want to be following with us. Um, but, but also anything that you want to be studying is good. Um, I guess what I would say is if people want to be reading the book of Revelation along with us, um, we are going to be talking about it for eight weeks. And so I would say just because we're going to be doing such broad areas of scripture, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, as we, as we do that, I would say just start. Um, make a reading plan that says, hey, over the next eight weeks, I'm thinking we ought to be able to do it in eight weeks, we're going <laughs> to read through uh, the book of Revelation. Um, right. But I don't know that we'll have a specific uh, published reading okay. necessarily. Well, but. and I think, I think too, like when we send out the newsletter, um, we usually kind of have a short, right? Do we put something in the newsletter about what text we're covering? That yeah, week? absolutely. So, so this, this week in the newsletter, when people get it tomorrow, it'll have a little write-up about what the sermon is going to be. And at the top, it will say what text we're covering. And it's actually sure. two chapters. Matthew 24 and 25. And then as an added bonus, we almost always have a, um, a, a memory verse as part of the newsletter. Um, and you put that out on Fridays on our Facebook um, yep. that, that ties in with what we're doing too. So if people are meditating on that memory verse, they're reading the text that, that we're putting in front of them um, when we send out the newsletter, uh, then that will help start to get them in the right frame of mind and give them good background information about what we're going to be studying. Perfect. So. Um, asking for a friend. I don't know if this will come up during the Revelation series. Um, will we be talking like angels and demons at all? Does that come up naturally in Revelation? Um, so not demons necessarily. We'll be or, uh, we'll be talking about Satan. Um, mm -hmm. And so Satan is a natural um, player 
in this in this uh, stage that we're going to be working through, especially as we get into some of the letters to the churches, because yeah. part of the um, admonishment to churches that they've let Satan um, worm his way in. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of part of the um, you know that that big chunk that I'll spend a couple of weeks on, chapters six through twenty, um, deals with this um, cosmic battle uh, between God. Um, and and um, his his enemies, and, and that's Satan and his his demons. And so, uh, as they're cast out of heaven, and as they make war on God's people in response to being cast out of heaven, and so yes, that'll be a part of what we talk about, but not the focal point. Okay, maybe that's a good um, future podcast series. Is like common things that people have questions about. Um, so I would just suggest for you guys, as you are following along with our sermon series, if you have any questions or if something that Matt or David says piques some curiosity or some other questions, uh, definitely be reaching out, emailing us, um, send us a message on Facebook, or you guys know how to get a hold of us and definitely send your questions our way. Cause we, if we can't address them during a sermon, um, that, and I say we, like I'm up there preaching, um, but if we can't address them then then we'll try to address them during a podcast or something else. So um, we hope that you guys are doing well and not going too crazy right now. Um, And thanks for listening.